This is James from the Gem Polycast. On this episode, I'm going to talk about boycotts, and can we still boycott in a way that works? And I don't think we can. I think boycotts have diminished in power, and most of that, in my opinion, is due to the wealth concentration at the top in the United States. The other reason why we can't really boycott is the political division within this country. For a boycott to really work, it needs a significant amount of buying power, and that is achieved by having either a number of very rich people uh, angry about it, or having a lot of middle class to poor people angry about it, or a combination of everybody being angry about it. The point is, either you have to have a lot of buying power, or a lot of people in order to make this work. However you get the buying power, whether it's people or money, um, that's that can go either way, right? But if this is something that doesn't anger the rich, it only angers the poor and middle class, um, it's going to take a lot of people to um, get a boycott big enough to change that. And... If everybody's divided politically, it's hard to unite a lot of people behind a boycott. I mean, take, for instance, the uh, conservative boycott of Nike. Um, Nobody really bought into it except for the conservatives who were angry about Kaepernick. And because there really wasn't that much of a change to Nike's revenue, they couldn't care less about the, the boycott. And because they couldn't care less about the boycott, it didn't change anything. It didn't stop using Kaepernick. I mean, they they might have because he's not, you know, good for their profits as far as, like, you know, being the, the controversy lightning rod that he is that actually sells the shoes because I would be willing to bet that the Colin Kaepernick controversy sold a lot more uh, than it lost. So, you know, it's... One of those things where you just kind of got to wonder, I mean, I get that wasn't a good one, but I'm sure there's a liberal example too. Uh, uh, there is, and there actually is a perfect one. Uh, Hobby Lobby and Chick-fil-A, perfect examples. Um, they donate to anti-LGBTQ causes, and they've been the subject of liberal boycotts for years. Uh Hobby Lobbies are still popping up all over the place, and Chick-fil-A, there's always a line around the building. So all them liberal tears amount to nothing. You know, you, you got to wonder if we were to utilize the uh, libertarian mindset of deregulation, lower taxes, smaller government, boycott, invisible hand of capitalism regulation, if we're to move to that, and our boycotts don't work, what's going to happen? Uh, it's not not going to be fun uh, for anybody who is uh, middle class or under. Um, the regulations start to fall. Companies cut corners, start pushing workers. There's no enforcement. Boycotts are ineffective. There's nothing. There's nothing to prevent these companies from being predatory because you got to get a bunch of buying power behind boycotts. 
you either do that with soul buying power or you do that with a bunch of people and and pool a ton of buying power if you can't get that pool you're not going to change anything and if you don't get the rich people who can just use their resources to to boycott anything because they can um i mean and even still you know um someone who makes hundreds of thousands or even millions and billions of dollars a year they don't buy like 20 or 30 iPhones just because they can so even when you get the rich and their buying power behind a boycott uh it may not be effective either because you still have to have a bunch of people doing it boycotts are tough to get boycotts to work you got to have either a lot of people or a lot of money or both, right? A lot of people in this country don't have any money. <laughs> so how are the boycotts are how are they going to work? So this should cast a lot of doubt into the Republican economy and you know, we've got to allow um an overall enforcement of these regulations. You know, corporations are people. Uh people commit crimes and so do corporations, right? You got to have some type of enforcement, not just law enforcement, but regulatory enforcement as well. Um, because not everybody's going to pay attention to when a company is poisoning a local river. Not everybody's going to pay attention when a company is clear cutting a forest. Not everybody's going to pay attention when a company is forcing their workers uh, into work weeks that are ridiculously over 40 hours a week. Not everybody pays attention to that. So you can't always boycott it. But if somebody can report it to an agency, then it gets a little bit more investigation into it because at least you're reporting it to a regulatory agency that it's their job to take care of stuff like that. Whereas if you don't have any enforcement agency like that, you're reliant on somebody boycotting your company to get them to change. Oof, that's a, that's a long shot. You think getting the government to do anything is a long shot. Try getting the United States of America behind a cause enough to boycott a company to change them if they're a large company. You know, the the size of a company definitely impacts uh, how, how much money or how many people it will take to boycott it. You know, a smaller company, you could probably bully. But the big companies, the ones that are really going to do the nasty stuff, it's going to be real hard to boycott them unless you get everybody behind it. If you can't get everybody behind it, and even if you did, those people don't have that much buying power, how good is that boycott going to be? You have to be very careful when deregulating businesses, lowering taxes, and reducing the size of the government because companies don't always act in the best interest of everybody. A lot of them don't. They act in the best interest of their bottom line. If you don't have enough power, influence, money, people, or whatever to boycott and change that company, huh, they're not going to change. I don't, I don't know that I want to go back to a place where my children could be working. And there was a time in this country before our government regulated things where kids worked, there was no 40-hour work week, no weekends. I mean, blue-collar workers from over 100 years ago a little under 100 years ago, too. I mean, they fought. A lot of them died trying to get these, these 
rights and protections that the Republicans and, and the Libertarians want to throw out the window. You know, I don't think these companies that we're doing that before have changed. The mindset hasn't changed. There's still going to be people and companies that are egregious, and that has to be stopped. And boycott's not going to do it. The, the libertarian ideology is actually dead because of that. You cannot self-regulate companies without a powerful boycott. And that boycott in this country is dead. And political division and income inequality killed it. That's all I have for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Jim Polycast. Be sure to like the Jim Polycast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a good night.